You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. Lego Questers, it is time for The Quest for 100. It is I, Justin, one of your two hosts that you usually listen to. I'm sure every week, uh, and and my partner in crime, Brian. How you doing, Brian? I'm I'm good, Justin. Lego, my ego? Question mark. I I thought of I was going to say that, but I'm like, no, like Lego is like let's go. It's like Lego. I don't know. I've heard people say that before, um, yeah. so I figured it fit here. But yeah, if you for some reason this is the first time you've you've ever clicked on our our podcast, uh, we we are the Quest for 100. We do a, a weekly podcast where we jump in on some random topic and this week is episode 95 or no sorry 97 yeah, i was gonna say uh, don't skip on <laughs> us yeah no no 97 holy moly we're so close to 100 and we are talking about legos the the famous and iconic toy and uh yeah i'm, I'm excited to, to jump into this yeah it should be a good one i mean it's kind of a classic toy for you mm-hmm. and I and you know I always enjoy these somewhat mundane I, you know it, it's it's a fad but it's it's a very yeah. simple toy that mm-hmm. everybody knows about but really you don't really know that much about it right you you know they yeah. kind of connect together and there's different sizes and you know you might have directions as to how to put something together to make it into something that's cool or or maybe you just put them all together and and are a freeform creative person and and yeah come up with something abstract yeah no this is this honestly like you know i'm a big fan of the fads and the toys and all of that because there's just a unique history to a lot of these things and again like you said there's a lot of um there's just a lot of things you don't know about these things you take them for granted uh, they've been a part of your life, most people's lives for a long time. And you just say, oh, it's just Legos. But um, hopefully we'll bring some unique takes and unique uh, stats and history to it. But uh, but before we get into that, Brian, what what have you been up to less since, since the last time we chatted on the pod? I really have nothing. I got nothing. Nothing? It's quarantine. Didn't I mean, do anything? No. Yeah. I mean, I, I played golf again. And it's like, uh, as someone put it, uh, in a work meeting this week, it was like they just they just rolled it back, that you know, or ran it back. That's what they said, ran it back. Yeah, I just ran it back. Yep. Same yeah. same thing I did last week. I did this week. Yep. And yep. about the same. That's all I yeah. got. Uh, I golfed as well uh, in the hit or miss uh, rain on Saturday uh, at Salish Cliffs. Yeah, which, we, uh, yeah. We talked about that last time. Yep. yep. Yeah. But I, I guess my highlight of the weekend was we, uh, my my wife and I, Alyssa, babysat a uh, a friend of ours child, just a two year old. Oh, uh, and oh, it was an overnight sleepover. Oh, yeah, that's so a big. First that's time, big for two year old. Yeah. yeah, it was. And uh, if if the family is listening in, uh, the child was wonderful. Literally no issues at all. We made some homemade pizza. We did some cookies. 
we uh we made pancakes in the morning it was uh a lot of eating uh we did a lot of eating but it was it was fun it was it was a good time sweet well should we unbury the lead on our our lego topic sure where do you come at this topic from justin yeah so i had to really rattle my brain on this uh and i'm still kind of doing that right now but growing up i definitely had legos uh it was definitely in the house we had i I remember a this is weird there's certain weird random things that just pop in your head when you start thinking about stuff like this but uh we had a blue container that was pretty large maybe like uh bigger than a bucket and it had a bunch of just miscellaneous uh legos that we would play with often you know we would I wouldn't say it was our favorite toy or, or set, um, but we, we did it and, and we would I feel like I know that they've been around for a while, but it was much more of the just get a bunch of bricks and you may have instructions or whatnot, but it was mostly just getting a bunch of bricks and not buying a f- set, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The sets I feel like have been become more and more popular over the last I don't know, 20 years, maybe uh, mm-hmm. at least that's my guess. But yeah, so I, you know, I, I played them probably, you know, the same as a normal kid. I wasn't overly excited about them, but I also didn't hate them. So, you know, probably the average use of Legos. Yeah. You? Yeah. I think I'm along the same lines. I guess I probably should have spoken with my mom before this about, about how much I actually use Legos, but I, I, I don't think it was overly much like in my memory of toys when i was a kid there were other things like even lincoln logs and and some of the connect sets Mm -hmm. and some of those type of things i think i i showed more interest into trains i had a train set um you know those those assembly things seem to be more along my lines because I don't think I like to follow the directions and read the directions yeah. for putting these sets together. So it was kind of a free for all from what I remember, but, but, you know, I'm sure I'll be corrected by my mother, but um, <laughs> yeah. But well, it's hard to remember back to, you know, Legos were often a child thing. Like once you get to a certain, maybe it's past the toddler age, uh, you don't want them choking on it and all that, but like, you know, once you get past 10, 11, 12, there's other toys that are more interesting. Some people still play with them. Nothing wrong with that, but you definitely, there's like a niche age, I feel like, and, for... And the thing is, I think I felt like, at least when I was a kid, there wasn't a functionality to it, right? Like, you... You know, we talked about it in a Hot Wheels episode, you could, or, or Matchbox cars, either one, like, you could kind of move them around. Like, mm-hmm. the Lego people, I mean you know it's kind of weird to move them around and and um they're it's like kinda, playing house yeah they're kind of meant to like, be stationary though right yeah. the, just yep. by nature they're they're meant to be sit there and and almost looked at rather than played with i guess mm-hmm. so yeah uh, i think that's that's the difference and and why i was kind of like a medium to to low end of usage of the lego so yeah not bad. Well, do you want to jump into some news, Brian? Sounds good. You're a newsman. I ever tell you 
face. All right. Well, my news is actually just came out, I think, this morning or, or recently, um, the last couple of days. So a, a Lego fan has actually uh, achieved his dream of opening an independent Lego shop after COVID, actually. Um, he lost his job because of it. And so this lifelong Lego fanatic, Alex D. Muros, uh, who was laid off by in his from his job in June, took the plunge and opened up uh, this store in Salem near Portland, Oregon. The shop opened up on September 25th and is named Brick in the Wall. Um, hmm. Homage a little bit there to to, to Pink Floyd, uh, with him attending for it to be a place to do more than just shop, but spend time and meet other fans. And there, there's opportunities to play vintage Lego video games and choose from a wide selection of retired sets. So kind of niche. I think, you know, as we talk about some of these fads, what, what like Matchbox cars is a perfect, you know, comparison. There is, there's a following. There is fan groups. There are people that never grew out of it and still are really passionate about it. And this is, you know, a testament to that. There are people out there. And my guess is, you know, who knows if that market is great for Lego people, but my guess is that there's going to be a lot of excited people to, to, to have a shop like this where they can go and, and just be with other fans about it. Yeah. So. Well, my news uh, comes from the world of ikea and Mm. ikea and legos have actually come together to introduce and forgive me because this danish swedish name is not going to come out right but (laughs) by your jurgic by your doesn't even sound like a name you're just saying noises b-y-g-g-l-e-k sure anyways sure so it's a it's a storage solution that's also a toy so ikea and legos have come together for this you know i guess introduction of of this storage system that ikea is going to offer that also has some of the lego i guess top um pieces or connected connection pieces on them as well so you can use legos to um kind of either build up or build on top of your storage the um the legos or the excuse me the storage are actually coming in four different products so one set of three small boxes and two sets of of bigger boxes and then one set of lego bricks to kickstart the plate the playful experience is how they coined it. So you can use these Legos and, and kind of build a, your own little scene on top of your storage unit or do whatever you want to do. It it also works with, you know, normal Legos. So even if you've got something built already and, and you're like, okay, where am I going to put this? You can put it on top of this, you know, sh- I guess box that is now a storage unit for something else. This I just looked it up as you were talking about it. Uh, this is pretty cool. I, I and honestly, in terms of symmetry between a partner, these two actually work pretty well together. I feel like you know IKEA is all about building your own stuff and keeping it affordable, and Lego is is the same way. So 
uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, should we drop some knowledge? Let's do it. As we normally do, I am the history guy. Justin is the stats guy and history always goes first. So Lego began when carpenter Ole Kirk Christensen from Belund, Denmark started making wooden toys in 1932. In 1934, he started calling his company Lego after the Danish phrase Legot, which means play well. Hmm. So in 1936, the motto of Lego uh only the best is good enough was established and they've actually been using that um, and it's still in existence today. I don't think I've ever heard. Well, I'm sure I've heard it. I just, I wouldn't connect that to Lego. I, yeah. Same, same. No, no clue. I, I would have thought it was something, you know, more playful, but, but it yeah. actually, as you, as we look at the rest of the history, it really does make sense why they, they went with that. So, in 1947, they started producing plastic toys. Uh, and then in 1949, they started producing the quote unquote automatic binding blocks, or excuse me, automatic binding bl- bricks, which were the er- early version of the interlocking blocks that we know as Legos today. So, these actually, these initial binding blocks were actually based off of Kitty Craft's self-locking bricks, uh, which had been patented in the UK in 1939 and was released to the publics in, in 1947. So it w- wasn't actually uh, Kirk Christensen's original idea. He actually kind of stole it from somebody else. I wonder how that works, because if they patented the idea how they would i mean i guess they could argue that it's it was, different yeah it's, but, it was yeah slightly you know. different yeah so the original binding uh, automatic binding bricks were made of cellulose acetate in case you were wondering it was <laughs> in 1958 the modern brick design was developed and it uh it took about 5 years to get the right material for it and for this, they use acrylin butane styrene polymer or ABS. That, ABS that polymer. scientist that's listening to this podcast is going to rip you apart. Yeah, probably. Right? Probably my mom. She probably knows exactly <laughs> what I was talking about. But ABS polymer is what it's called for short. That's why oh, okay. it's ABS for sure. Oh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> ABS. Yeah. So the modern Lego brick design was patented on uh, January 28th, 1958. That's my birthday. Well, oh. I wasn't born then, but that is my birthday. Oh. Well, n- now I know what to get you for your birthday. <laughs> yep. So the Lego Group's uh, Diplo product line was introduced in 1969, and... That's the uh, simple blocks with, you know, the width that are kind of twice the, the measure of the normal block and height and depth are just bigger than your kind mm-hmm. of standard Lego blocks. Uh, and that's geared towards the younger children. So, you know, if you're looking at that toddler age, those are the 
the Duplo line mm-hmm. of products. In 1978, Lego produced the first minifigures, uh, which have since been a staple with most of the sets. So those, you know, mini figurines, you know, people or whatever animals weren't actually initial um, things that were created. Um, so it took about, you know, 30 years uh, since the, the introduction of, of Legos to actually build those. So we fast forward a, a bunch to 2009 and a man named uh, James May in Surrey, Great Britain, he constructed the first uh, the world's first full-size Lego house with 3.3 million bricks. And the house actually contained a toilet and a shower and a bed all made out of Lego. Ow. Yeah. That doesn't sound comfortable on the bed or the toilet. <laughs> Hopefully there's I mean, the fact that the fact that the plumbing actually works out of Legos is pretty crazy, right? That's insane. I mean, is it? Ha- there has to be some aspect of other things in the house. Uh, uh, it says full. Like you need. Yeah. It says full. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I believe that it is ninety-five percent there, but there's got to be like a pipe, right? Like you got to have. I, you're gonna have to levers. Look I'm. <laughs> I'm. I. I believe it. Uh, and I, I believe that it's impressive, but man, I, there's got to be if it's operational, like to flush a toilet. That's that takes a lot of pieces. I I mean, yeah, three point three uh, million. I, I built this by himself. Do you know? Uh, I do not know. I I did not look that up, but you know, I I got a couple more things, so you you have some time to look it up. Okay. So. And then, so May 2011, the Space Shuttle Endeavor, mission STS-134, brought 13 Lego kits to the International Space Station where astronauts built models to see how they would react in microgravity as part of the Lego Bricks in Space program. That's pretty neat. Yeah, I don't know how they would interact with less gravity. Like, they're locking bricks so like i don't i just don't understand yeah. that sounds like a pr stunt to me yeah like what would happen or what's different about them in space versus here like i, I N- nothing yeah i don't think anything unless yeah. but you know we're not space experts but i would guess that gravity may pull it up or whatever yeah but it's, it's gonna still float but they're still connected together yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So and then in uh, February of 2015, and I don't know if this is still in um, in place, but it's reported that Lego replaced Ferrari as the world's most powerful brand. That's interesting. Yeah. Subjective, but interesting. Well, I'm trying to remember where that came from. I'll have to look back at where that actually came from but it was a reputable site like Forbes I feel like Forbes does stuff like that yeah I'll I'll have to to look that back up well this says brandfinance.com is one of them 
Hmm. Um, yeah, Forbes. Forbes does have it. That which is pretty crazy to me. Yeah. But yeah. but I mean, you think about it, right? Like you, you look at the Lego movies. You have Legos as a sure. toy by themselves. You have Lego Land, right? Like, so they're kind of touching a lot of different places that you'd you'd say you know maybe a Disney would be similar to them. So I don't know, just kind of interesting. And then the last note that I have is that uh, the manufacturing of Lego bricks occurs at several locations around the world. So the molding is done in Billund, uh, Denmark, the the founding location. Uh, it's also done in Hungary, Mexico, and most recently they opened um, a plant in China. Hmm. So that's where all of your bricks are coming from. Those those handful yeah. of places. So, to I, I did actually end up looking up the the house that was made and uh about 1000 volunteers built mm. the 20 foot tall house uh, i'm sure they kind of came in and uh left like they thought they were all working on it at the same time uh looking at the photos of it too it looks pretty darn ugly like <laughs> well what are you gonna do with not that? shocked like like a, a part of, I, I guess you have to commit to it and he embraced lego culture with the colorful wall the colorful everything but I kind of want a real house made out of Legos. Like, like make it a normal color and have like you know colors pop within it. But to, like it's like striped. Like nobody wants that striped house. Uh, but I do see the sink uh, with working taps and basin made from Lego. It's interesting. There's a fake toothbrush there. I'd rather not brush my teeth with that. Uh, but yeah, interesting. Uh, well, and, well, and before we go on, okay. I, I am confirming yeah. that Lego in 2015 and 2017 as well. This one's coming from businessinsider.com. They are considered the most powerful brand. So their brand strength. The most power- powerful? Like the number one? Uh, over Google. That. No, that's no way. Yeah. So it says, here's what it's saying. So it's saying brand strength. Brand strength is a 92.7. And uh, brand strength of Google is 92.1. Now, from a value perspective, they are significantly lower than, than Google. But from a brand strength, whatever they are terming that as, I mean, brand strength is is in part its domination in the market. Familiarity, um, lo- loyalty, promotion, marketing, investment, staff satisfaction, satisfaction. Thank you. You're trying to say satisfaction. <laughs> Satis- satisfaction is what I was trying to say. Satisfaction. <laughs> satisfaction. Uh, and corporate we reputation. So that's what it's based okay. off of. Is is what they're they're basing the uh I mean I there's nothing wrong with that. Like I I I'm makes sense in, in some ways. It's just 
Yeah, it's a different metric. That's all it is. Like, it's hard to view them as the number one when you have these other Amazon, Google, Apple type companies. But yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're if you're talking about loyalty, though, right? Like familiarity. Sure. You yeah, know, no, I, they they check a lot of those boxes. Yeah, it's just a little shocking to see them there. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll jump into some stats here when we were we're thinking about Legos. So in in 2019, the Lego Group generated global revenue of approximately six billion dollars, and they uh, employ about sixteen thousand people worldwide. Slight uh, the the revenue is a slight increase over the last three years or so, um, but in 2015 and 16, it was it was uh, a step above. Uh, so I don't know what was causing that. It could have been you know. I don't know, economy, it could have been a lot of different things, it could have been promotions, whatever, but uh, revenue was was a pretty decent step higher in, in 15, 16. Um, during the Christmas season, almost 28 Lego sets are sold every second. So lots, lots moving from the shelves. And I thought this was interesting. So Wired uh, did an analysis of the cost to the consumer of each brick. And so if you look at, you know, the way they did this, they looked at uh, Lego online store, finding the price and, uh, and it lists how many numbers of pieces you get for it. So they looked at all their items and then charted it out. And it was interesting to see the results were actually pretty linear. Uh, and the average cost per brick was 10.4 cents. So whether you had 200 bricks or, you know, 10 bricks, I mean, there wasn't a 10 brick one, but, you know, depending on how many bricks, it was mostly linear. There's like some exceptions to that. Uh, but the interesting thing that they also found was that, you know, as you probably guess, there are costs beyond the brick. And so if you had a Lego set with zero pieces, hypothetically, it would still cost $7.34. So basically if you're doing the math you know you have that's for the box and the instructions yeah. and whatever else yeah yeah but so basically if you you can calculate pretty much any set by saying i'm going to spend $7.34 plus, plus 10 cents per every brick that's cool and that's going to be the cost huh. yeah so you're saying so if, flipping the switch if, if i do the calculation and and that number comes in over the number that they're actually asking for then i should buy that set of legos yeah yeah i mean if they or if you know the yeah exactly if it comes in over you're getting more value um whereas you know it, more often than not it's very rarely is it coming over that um they mostly hover around that that middle line but the there are some that are more expensive uh, than that, and they real they they actually pull it up a little bit, but um, some of the train sets I think were interestingly high. Flipping the switch a little bit, you, we might have talked to maybe we did, maybe it was before the pod, but like just the the Lego movies coming out, and there's been four different uh, notable Lego movies that that came out in the last six years. Uh, the first one being the Lego Movie which uh, starred Chris Pratt and, and some others. But that one actually re generated 257 
million, or actually you round that up, 258 million in domestic gross revenues, and the production budget was 60 million, so significant increase on on that. And and worldwide, it was another 468 million. Um, so just a ton of money there. Uh, the other movie's not as good, but uh, Lego Batman movie was around 700, or sorry, 176 million. The Lego Movie 2, which is the second part, was 106 million. And then the Lego Ninja movie, which was only 60 million from that one. Only 60 million, but still not bad. And, and uh, as I look at this Business Insider article, that's one of the things that they are talking about is, is the Lego Movie had just come out and so sure it was a big impact i mean if you look at yeah if google came out with a movie you know that's probably going to have a big sure. impact on their their brand strength sure and they kind of do i think there's a there's some movies hovering around it's just they're not as playful right like and there's also like there's what was it owen well is it owen wilson and uh i forget who else it was the intern or something that where they worked at google and that there's also the um, social network with Facebook, but the, but but they're not as playful as this one. Like this one, you get the the oh, kid market. Yeah, but they're, no, no, I'm even dominate. saying I've even been saying like in a brand strength perspective, like if it was specific, like the social network, if that came out, I mean, it won. If that was named Facebook, the Facebook movie, sure. right? Like yeah. one that brand strength is going to go way up, but two for that year that that came out the brand strength of that company is going to go way up like i'm sure ferrari since the um ford versus ferrari movie and Mm -hmm. the formula one that we talked about that that Mm -hmm. series came out i'm sure their brand strength is is gone up since then you know yeah yeah and and it's it's interesting and and cool to see brands that transcend their market like they've they've shifted lego has embraced beyond just i mean they have tv shows and yeah um like lego land i mean have you been to lego land justin by any chance you know i have not but i have been to disney and they have the lego store which Mm feels like lego land like it's pretty impressive some of the cool stuff that they build around those places yeah but I've never been to Legoland. Yeah, I, and and actually, I I've been to the Lego store. I guess it. I think it was the original, maybe mm-hmm. at the Mall of America in Minneapolis. Oh uh, yeah. It, it was like ma- It's massive. Like it's it's. A, oh yeah. One, the Mall of America is massive, but like sure. the the this store is like a good. I don't know. I think it was the store. I don't even know what it was. To be honest, now that I it think probably it. was a it probably was a store because the store feels bigger than life. Like it's yeah, huge, tall space that has structures in it. You can buy a bunch of stuff, um, memorabilia. Like it's it's everything. Yeah, um, I mean, which it, makes perfect sense for or you know, I, like for my experience in Orlando, like that's it's that that's Orlando, right? You have. Um, you have Universal Studios, you have Disney, you have Legoland, you have Harry Potter World, like you have all these things. Um, 
So it, yeah. it almost felt like a part of an amusement park. Like even at that point, because this was when I was a little kid, it almost mm-hmm. felt like a part of an amusement park before there was Lego Land. The, yeah, the actual amusement park, which I hear is very yeah. popular, by the way. Yeah, the- I've heard good things about it too. Uh, I, I I think that some of my nieces and nephews have gone there before, but I've heard like rivaling Disney. Like some people prefer to go to Legoland than Disney, which is kind of crazy to me. But yeah, I mean, if if you're a huge Lego fan, or if your kids are. And that's that's like heaven there, like you, you know, just like if you're a big fan of Disney, and they, do, I mean, they understand their market, they understand kids, they understand, you know, what you want out of that. So, yeah. Anyway, well, I'll jump into a couple of fun stats here um, related to to Legos. So, the molds used to produce Lego bricks are accurate to within two thousandths of a millimeter. Because of this high degree of accuracy, there are only around 18 bricks in every million produced that fail to meet the company's high quality standard. Hmm. So that um, that mantra that they came up with in the 40s still lives on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so Lego mini figures are the world's largest population, with over four billion of them around the world. And laid end to end, the number of Lego bricks sold in a year, just in one year, would reach more than five times around the world. Wow. So, um, yeah. And the but, world's tallest. But even if oh, it was five times around the world, uh, that's still not very thick. Like if you were to basically five bands of, of Legos, like it, it's a long ways. But like if you were yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's only like, I don't even know. I mean barely I, three inches it does four inches it does yeah um so yeah i guess it while it wraps around it, it's not very wide but to your point i was contemplating how many legos would have had to have been made to cover the entire world mm. but honestly like what you'd get 50 inches of it covered or something like that like not 50 inches but like wide width yeah yeah with uh so yeah not not very much um assuming that the production is as high as it is which it wasn't i'm sure in earlier years anyway yeah. world's tallest lego tower is 28.7 meters high made from 4650 sorry 400 oh my gosh i can't read numbers 465000 bricks uh and uh and then on average there are 80 lego bricks for every person on earth hmm. uh That's all I, got. I i don't have 80 in my household so i don't think i do either but that would be weird if we maybe not weird uh for us being casual uh lego fans it would be odd to have more than any or have any bricks in the house yeah I mean, unless we bought that Ikea set. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That might work. All right. Well, let's jump into some friendship test taking. We just become best friends. Yep. All right, Justin. So when you say Lego, 
or Legos? What's how do you say it? Yeah, so I I often just say Legos. Um, it does look a little weird when you write it out, but yeah. you know you you say Legos um, in, in in my perspective now. I, well, before I say this, what, what's your take on this? Do you say Lego or Legos? I would say Legos as well. I mean, because it, it's multiple. Each Lego, each brick is a Lego. So I'm going to go play with my Legos, right? Yes. So I, I'm the same way. Uh, it It's pretty, you know, quickly came to my mind on this. But what I did, found in my research is that that's just a U.S. thing. Oh, really? Most places call them just Lego, and um, especially in the UK, it's Lego bricks. Like the bricks mm. is, a, you know, but it's one Lego or two Lego bricks. So Lego never gets pluralized, um, and you'll probably see that reflected in advertising. Um, while the US, it's probably a little bit more freeform. It's probably not restricted to that. Whereas over in other places, you be hard pressed to find something say legos um so i thought that was interesting hmm. all right so when you talk about building blocks materials whatever um are you more of a fan of legos connects or lincoln logs yeah it's or a good, you can throw something else in there too that's a good some. question yeah so i think honestly the most vivid memories that i have are are Lincoln Logs. I think I was more of a Lincoln Log kid because, again, and Connects were functional um, and you could play with them a little bit better than you could Legos, but you still had to follow the directions and and Lincoln Logs I utilized with a lot of my toy, other toys, right? So whether Mm -hmm. it be the trucks that I had or whatnot, things that were already built, and so I, I think I remember playing more and enjoying more the Lincoln Logs. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I, I was not, to my knowledge, a big Lincoln Log person. Um, I do remember having Legos and I do remember having Kinects. And while I obviously remember playing with with Legos, and I think what I would say is if you are, you just have a bunch of Kinects laid out or a bunch of Legos laid out, I'm going to pick the Legos over the Kinects. But if I'm working on a project and I'm sitting down and I'm actually like building something, I remember more fondly the Kinects because I remember when they came out, there was just something, like you said, they were functional. You could build kind of a machine if you would, you know, based off of all the pieces. Now I will say that there's nothing more frustrating than the pieces breaking like connects pieces always seem to break. Hmm. Um, whereas Legos were never really like that. So it's a really close tie to me. I probably lean a little bit more connects just cause the memories are sitting there a little bit stronger, but Legos are not far behind. Yeah. So I, I know you are a big Minecraft guy, right? I don't think, I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the podcast, but we haven't really No. Yeah. I, I know you've, you've dabbled in Minecraft would you rather you know play with legos or or do it digitally with minecraft yeah i mean you know even it's hard to compare today like i'm not gonna pick up legos right now so it's an easy win for minecraft but even just comparing to overall you know just 
my thoughts towards Minecraft at this point in my life or Legos at an earlier stage of my life. I still give it to Minecraft. I mean, Minecraft is, yes, it may, in many ways, it's likely inspired by Legos and the concept of that. So if you're going to you know, give points to the original, then yeah, Minecraft's not going to win that. But Minecraft is, it's, it's Legos without the mess, the cleanup. Uh, yeah, I think you're just lazy. You're just lazy. It's, no, it's not no, physical, it's not even though. that. It's not physical, though. No, it's not lazy, Brian. It is, as someone who has played Minecraft for years, it is, it but, challenges you more than, than Legos does. But physically, you're complaining about the mess and, and, and cleaning up. And so that is something that is lazy because you'd rather, yeah, sure, you'd rather just do it and then it be done. And like you could hit, you know, if you screw something I, up, you you hit undo. Or if you want to delete something, you just yeah. hit delete. Right? Physically, sure. you are are uh, taking the easy way to rather than putting together. If you're gonna pull it out like that, then yes. But I could tell you, I have built worlds. I have built maps. I have built. Uh, I've spent hundreds of hours in Minecraft because it it doesn't like, take you anything. Like it doesn't take you it any does. resources it takes, and time. It does yes, time it takes but time, it, but it doesn't take you any and creativity and doesn't take you yeah, any. Res- but, if you if you were given Lego blocks, yeah, that as many Lego blocks as you get in Minecraft, okay, would you so infinite? Well, okay, so like say say like. Or, or flip it the other way. If you had Minecraft and you were only limited to the number of blocks that you had in Lego form, which would you choose? Uh, I mean, are they the same boring red, blue, white, green? Well, I mean, like, like if you were to build, or, if you build a castle or whatever, like uh, those sure. are things that are can be built. The Death Star yeah. can be built in Legos, right? Yeah. If you were given those same number of pieces, whether it be a thousand pieces, and you had to go put them together, and you you had to make sure that you put them in the right place to build this thing, otherwise it wouldn't. You you couldn't use extra pieces somewhere else. Would you rather do I it mean, in Legos or Minecraft? Uh, Minecraft. I I don't see a scenario here where I'm choosing Legos. But it's why? Just... Like why? Why wouldn't you want that physical thing to be completed? Like it, it's now just digital. So, like, what are you gonna do? Print a photo of it? Oh man, you! you <laughs> I'm speaking to someone who doesn't play games. Like, it is, it is. Uh, like, uh, for here's an example of Minecraft. Uh, I spent, I don't know, this is a couple years ago. Spent 40, 50 hours developing a an adventure map. Like, literally, like buildings, everything else, all this other stuff. I then invite five of my five to ten of my friends. And then say, play my adventure map. They then go through. I'm I am living through them as they have this fresh experience going through that. But that's so, not happening with Legos. That's not happening with Legos. I can't create an adventure map. And that's because the other thing too, why why couldn't you? My, why couldn't you? Because your resources. Because then right? you're make believing. No, because at that point you're make believing, and this is is it's happening in digital sense. Eh, it's make believing. In digitally, uh, yeah, it's you're not going to sway me on this, Brian. This I, is this is not even. Close. I'm just saying, I would rather have a physical form, a physical thing that is like this is what I've completed, rather than saying, oh, this is what I digitally completed. 
Yeah, but there's there's the experiential part of it too. And then, you know, no, not that we need to get into the weeds about Minecraft, but you don't just have creative. You can also do, you know, creative or survival, which allows for, uh, a, like, again, you're not imagining anymore. But I mean, we're have... comparing we're comparing what we have in Legos right, to fine. Minecraft form. Sure, right? then creative mode in Minecraft versus... But no. what I'm saying is if you had creative mode with Legos and had unlimited resources and you could build that experience that you built on on your Minecraft, there's no reason you would want that physically. No, I don't want it. I don't want it in Legos. What you, am I going to do wanna, that? Then I have to take it apart. Oh, like you build oh, a massive oh, okay. thing so, so you, and you got to take it apart. Oh, so it is that little bit of lazy it's not laziness it's a little laziness. bit of lazy yeah I, doesn't like, want to put guy, the effort that guy spent uh, you know that guy spent millions of hours or whatever however many hours of building that house and that's the ugliest thing and no one's gonna and it's gonna just sit there because well, no we, one's ever gonna take that apart we talked about it on the quest for 100 so i'm just saying just saying we talked about minecraft too so we barely talked we barely talked about your adventure yeah Maybe we'll have another episode. All right. Well, do you, when we are back to Legos, do you follow? I think we touched on this a little bit, but do you follow instructions or are you more of a freeform person? Yeah, no. I, I, I feel like I was always freeform. At least I would try to create it based off the picture. I wouldn't necessarily like follow the instructions of like, okay, put these two pieces together. It's like, give me the box, give me the picture. Let me try to replicate it. Challenge myself to do that. Yeah, I, I think that's cool. I, I will say, you know, some of those things are incredibly detailed now. Um, like, it's not like build a boat. It's like a very yeah. advanced boat. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so, you know, I, I'm somewhat similar in that regard. Like, I'll, I would prefer to, you know, build it things freeform. I, you know, that's why I love Minecraft so much. Sometimes you can just build whatever you want. Instead unlimited resources someone tell someone telling you what to build but but yeah so yeah I'm, I'm i'm agreeing with you on that one okay now here's a big question because you know it legos are infamous for you know parents stepping on them right in the middle of the night mm -hmm. there's a, a stray lego about parents walking around steps on the lego i've never i can't say i've never stepped on a lego but like never been like oh i just stepped on a lego like i've stepped on toys but i don't know that i've ever physically stepped on a lego yeah well that i can recall at least i mean i it would have been years and years ago before since i stepped on it i i had nephews and um when even when i was 10 years old i had a nephew that that played with legos and i'm pretty sure i stepped on them around that time but anyways, but, would you rather take a a stepping on a Lego or a paper cut? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so stepping on a Lego is is painful. It's it's similar in many ways to stubbing your toe, um, which is oftentimes like you know I don't know like a minute or two maybe of just kind of uncomfortable pain. It's not, you know, it's not bad, but it just is like, it hurts. Yeah. Um, the paper cut to me, I can like feel it. Like when I think about it, I can feel it. 
And that one makes me cringe more. Mm-hmm. Like the paper, the paper cut is like, ah, like, Ooh. And it like stings. Yeah. And maybe it doesn't linger as long. Maybe it does. I don't, I can't remember, but I can, Oh, Oh, so I can just feel it right now. I get I the cold like shivers. Yeah. I yeah, get the cold I shivers right now. Like I've never, and maybe it's cause my feet are, are, you know, just more, I don't want to say it's tougher, but like, if you step on a Lego, now here's the thing: if you step on like a nail or like a needle, oh. okay, that's that's that would that's be different. comparable. That would be comparable to a paper cut to me, right? Where like, well, that's that's like next level. That's that's more than a paper cut. Or okay, um, like maybe not a needle, but like a um a uh, one of those pine needles, right? Or like something that's kind of prickly, like a. a a Lego block is too big. Like if it was smaller and a very small Lego. Dude, I will say like Lego, if you get it on the edge, that's like someone just stabbed you with a little knife. Yeah. But, but my feet are hard. My feet are still, I think tougher than my, my hands. Right. And just a paper cut, like, Ooh, it. Yeah. 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 Plus the fact, plus the fact that when you go and shower now, or wash your hands, or get your hands wet at all, that paper cut is is gonna linger. It's it's gonna sting yeah. still. So it's like yeah. the the uh, you know the gift that keeps on giving, pain. That is yeah, pain, pain. Yeah, I, I I'm curious if parents would disagree with us. Yeah. Um, because they've stepped on them more often than, yeah, than maybe man. you and I have, but paper cut. Uh, but yeah, paper, I, cuts, paper are cuts are pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. All right. Well, um, mm, I just I keep getting shivers just thinking about a paper cut. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. Well, I, I think it's time. I can't even get to this. You <laughs> just, just keep shivering. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, it's time for some delusional thinking. <laughs> crazy all right justin so for this mundane ish fad topic we're gonna go with a fairly mundane delusional thinking maybe our most mundane could be could be and i want to know if you would rather live in the real world like you are right now like nothing changes Mm -hmm. or live in a lego world but you are still a person. Okay. You have unlimited resources in this Lego world, similar to kind of your Minecraft creative world where, you know, if you need something, you can build it. And, mm-hmm. uh, but you're still living in a Lego world. So there's pros and yeah. cons, I would say to this, this scenario. My, my first question that I would have for you is in the Lego world are all humans there or is it just i'm the rando that's a human and everybody else Mm. is a lego person i would say they're all humans they may not um uh the impact on them you know is not as significant like they're not i guess struggling through life or or whatever it might be as as much as you are uh they maybe see the world as a normal world and and you are living in it as a I have yes Lego. okay um this is this is a tough question 
Um, you know, I think there's something appealing to the Lego world uh, and having the freedom to honestly just have whatever you want, right? Yep. Like if you yep. have unlimited Legos, you can, you know, we were talking about this beforehand, but like, you know, you need, oh, I need to get a, a lawnmower because I got to mow the lawn or, or the Lego lawn. I don't know. <laughs> and, um, and so I'm going to just make a, a lawnmower and, you know, I could do that. I don't know how long it would take, but in Lego world, I feel like it takes like no time to build stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I would, and you'd have unlimited resources right there. So like, yeah. So I could just have just one, do it. have whatever I want. I will say that in a world like that, I feel like there could be some chaos because then people can just do whatever, whenever they want. And, um, well, could uh, lead no, to... you're living in that world, but they're not necessarily living in that same world, right? Like they don't Oh, necessarily... so I'm the rich guy? So I have like you're all the, the resources you're and everybody the resource. else is like Well, they they're kind of living life as normal, right? Okay. All right. Well, then yeah. Uh I think in this scenario I'm switching I'm 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 going to the Lego world. Um because Really. It'll be less chaotic than I originally thought. Mm. It will be more like, okay, I, I got my resources. I can do what I want. Yeah. Um, and it's not weird also. Like I'm not, maybe not I'm the, the guy. viewed differently, yeah. but like for the most part, I'm not the rando that is, you know, living in the world. Like everybody else is used to Lego world. So I'm just the guy that is richer than everybody else. So, so my concern with that, and, okay. and you know that's why I think there's pros and cons to this. Is my concern to that is everything is going to be very very hard. There is nothing that mm. is is actually like a cloth like substance or like fabric or so that means you're going to be sleeping on Legos. You're going yeah. to be walking on Legos. I'll give you your clothes. Okay, I'll give you your clothes and and things that you normally wear can be cloth but like from a bedding perspective uh you're constantly going to be walking on hard things so you're never going to feel grass again you're never gonna Mm. water you're never gonna be able to get in the ocean again because it's it's lego water right it's it's just blue blue little uh bricks that make up the water so uh it's that's that's you have all the resources but you're in this super hard world yeah and yeah i i I don't know if i'm gonna take it i'll be honest yeah i I don't know if i'm gonna take it um i i think that i would prefer to just live life as i am today than to be in a world where i'm forced to this like hard everything i think it would be really tough i'm with you and and your points made are very valid but i think that over time you get used to it and it just is the world and it may take you a couple years or what but i think you get used to the experience of living in that world and then you're also the guy that just has whatever he wants within that world well but I mean, i'm not gonna say i'm gonna not miss this stuff in this world because i will it, but it's going to take you a little bit to build, you know, it, it's not just like click, click your fingers and you're sure, ready to go. Sure. So, 
Yeah, you yeah, but have... I could I could open up a business and I could be like, I'm gonna make everything and just do everything and I don't know, I I I I could get into that lifestyle. Yeah, I I like it. And then the money is gonna be hard, and so in order to keep all your money, you're gonna have to to uh, you know build a bigger build a house and a yeah, you're probably gonna have to build a bank, a vault, a massive yep. vault for all of your sure lego dollars hopefully they're yeah. not singles because that take off you basically a lot of just space. described basically minecraft in my head i'm picturing minecraft in in lego uh kind of combined and you know this this world this alternate world that we would potentially be living in is appealing to me i, I could build I could but build you actually there. physically have to do it that, that's the difference that's yeah that's fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm okay with that. You have to exert the energy. You can't you can't just like I'm not lazy, Brian. <laughs> I just prefer the digital experience mm. to But that's what you're person. picturing right now is your digital experience is the problem. But it's, it's both. It's digital and it's in person. It's a combination no, of the it's two. All, it's all in person because you're now you're now in person. Like your your computer is gonna look really weird because it's it's a hard Lego surface could be very pixelated maybe i won't have to use my computer anymore i wouldn't mind not looking at my screen for another (laughs) 10 10 hours a day yeah yeah why not all right um well yeah this is uh this has been interesting uh as as they usually are but if you've if you've made it with us through the through the quest through the journey that is this podcast uh episode 97 of this podcast uh, subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you're getting your podcasts. And uh, follow us on Twitter at the Quest for 100 or on Facebook and Instagram at Quest for 100 Podcast. How's our Instagram doing? Oh, it's booming. Booming? It's booming. Booming. Okay. <laughs> I I lost all my momentum. I came to a peak and then I, I lost it again. So I got to re- reclaim yeah. my, my momentum. I, I am... Uh, pretty bad at this point. yeah you're yeah. A, you're a streaky I, poster I, I what i what i determined brian and 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 Alyssa w- w- would say this as well is i have way too many hobbies that i just like <laughs> i like have so much stuff going on at all times and i need to just pull back and sometimes the posting on that just drains me that i just don't do it enough but i i need to i need to do more. yeah yeah you only got three episodes left so, yeah, <laughs> time is ticking. Never, it's never too late. Uh, yeah, I can't wait until like two years from now. Justin like continues to post the, on our Instagram. Oh, it's gonna be an epic. And it's like we haven't done a now. podcast in over two years, Justin. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Th- that thing yeah. is dead. It's dead. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I hopefully you are not dead. After all of that, appreciate you listening. Until next time on the Quest for 100.